Hey, Hoff. Why don't you go ahead and start the episode? And here we are again. Welcome back to Obscure Chatter. If you're new here, hi, my name is Terry Doty, and this is a show where I'm talking over a television show, but you don't know what television show that is, so you don't have to be upset that I'm watching it or spoiling it for you. I'm just talking over your TV. Well, technically my computer to monitor, so don't worry about that. Today's show, I have to let Stephen beep at least one thing, is a show that I anticipated for years and was under the distinct impression that it would never happen, and if it did, it would fall flat on its face. And I love that I was proven wrong. If you follow me on all the social medias... (laughs) Um, It wouldn't really be that hard to decipher what I'm talking about, but um, enjoy this beep. I'm watching. So I love, love this show. Um, And uh, if if I were showing you this show, I would actually try to be very respectful and not talk a lot, which would be hard for me. But that's what having friends over is for. Um, you know, when I feel like those friends aren't jerks about uh, COVID still being a thing and kind of, you know, trying to be selective about who those friends you're letting in your house <laughs> is at this point. But hello. Uh, thank you so much for understanding. Um, August kind of got away from us for a variety of reasons, uh, which is why we didn't do our August episode for those loyal listeners out there. But uh, let's see. What happened in August? Um... Really, really quick, uh, our last episode, I know I talked about a lot of heavy shit, and I was incredibly overwhelmed by the response the episode got. Uh, Not at all surprising, because you guys are always very understanding when I get very raw, and I just, it it really went a long way, some of the stuff that was said. Um... I'm always afraid to do that because I'm just always afraid like there's there's just a disconnect that's going to happen, but you guys just get it. And I, I really appreciate it. And thank you for allowing me to tell these stories. It's uh, it's not something – there's always that friend uh, that's like, oh, thank you for sharing that with me. And it's not after, uh, until afterward that I'm like, oh, well, like I was just talking. I didn't realize I was getting real. So when I realize I'm getting real, it, it really does go a long way that you guys are with me and very understanding about that. Uh, let's see. Um, a big thing, and I think I teased about it in the last episode was, um, Stephen and I got to take a, a vacation and we hadn't really gone anywhere since before COVID. Uh, the, the flight there was interesting, uh, had a lot of gin on the plane, and, uh, yeah, I'd never been, Stephen had never been. We wore masks, uh, most of the flight, or, uh, you know, aside from, like, eating and drinking, uh, and people kept reminding us that we didn't have to do it. I don't know who else has run into that, but it's like, I know I don't have to, but I was starting to wear a mask well before 
you know, COVID was a thing. Not to sound like a hipster douchebag about that, but um, I also got sick a lot less when I started wearing a mask. And if you notice, um, uh, a lot of doctors are kind of hinting. They're like, uh, you remember how flu hasn't really been a thing these past couple of years? Well, nobody's wearing a mask now. So get vaccinated for the flu. Um, which, oh, shit, I need to do. But, uh, yeah, um, when we we checked in to uh, the Paris Hotel, it was crowded as hell, uh, very few masks. There was actually only one point when I was in an elevator, me, Steven, this other couple, and this one dude all going up, and this dude actually looked around, and he went, holy shit, look at us, and he, po- and he pointed to his mask, and we all like looked around, and he's like, I've been here a week. This is the first time everyone around me has been wearing a mask, and we all laughed, how fucking sad is that? Like, that that was that dude's icebreaker, and we all went, ha-ha, same, basically. Excuse me, I'm drinking a Topo Chico. Which, if you don't know, Topo Chico is the unofficial sponsor of Obscure Shatter. And it's rare, so whenever I can see it, I buy it. Which I've really only been finding at liquor stores recently. <laughs> My poor Topo Chico. But anyways, yes, Vegas, um, not a big gambler. And uh, gambled here and there, uh, but yeah, did the whole, did slot machines, did blackjack, all that, and I'm like, okay, did a little bit of that. Our big gamble was our first day, we intentionally didn't plan anything because we just kind of wanted to do the, you know, whatever happens, happens, kind of like yes day, which I do a yes day once a year on the anniversary of my dad's death, and that's basically where I kind of just let the day take me where it's going to take me. I've, in the past, I've run into uh, really weird deals at people's estate sales. I've bought drinks, bought hello, bought drinks for everybody at a pub um, just because someone made a joke about it. And that's where you're like, what, are you buying us around? And that's a yes day. So you say, Yes, I am. Uh, you overtip. You're just jovial. So I went, yeah, I'm on fucking vacation. Steven and I are going to do a yes day. We made it maybe a block away from our hotel before this one chick's like, hey, uh, what are you guys doing today? And we kind of went, I don't know. What a like uh what are you trying to sell? And she's like, come with me. And that's how Steven and I ended up in a four-hour timeshare seminar. <sighs> Not my best yesterday. Uh they uh took us off the strip and uh shuttled us to um a hotel called Westgate. I'll call you bitches out. And basically the appeal was if you sit through this seminar. All you have to do is sit through this 90-minute seminar, and you get a prize. And the prize that Stephen and I agreed on before we got there was a helicopter ride. Now, for those that have listened previously, helicopter ride is definitely something I've always wanted to do. It's on my bucket list. Stephen tried to set it up for my birthday, but the company he was working with just ghosted him. And I mean that literally, because the reason we never heard from them is because there was a helicopter crash, and the people Stephen was talking to died. 
They literally ghosted. So we went, maybe we don't need to do that. You know, maybe I'm going to break my arm in the middle of nowhere and, you know, like a helicarrier, you know, like whatever. Helicarrier. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. It's Saturday. You guys might not be hearing this Saturday. I might not even be uploading this on Saturday, but here we are. <laughs> um, you know, maybe I'll have to be care flighted to a, a hospital or something. And then, you know, as I'm going in and out of consciousness, I'll be like, hey, bucket list. <laughs> but no. Uh, so I said, I, I would really like a helicopter ride. And it's it would be a ride over the strip at night. That's, that seems really, really cool. And also, this company also does, like, flights over the Grand Canyon, which I'm like, oh, shit. <sighs> I looked into it. It's, like, 200 to, like, 400, like, per person just to fly over the strip. So Stephen and I were like, uh, if we can just sit through a fucking seminar, sure. But it, they don't tell you. It's really only a 90-minute seminar if you say yes. If you don't, they keep hopping you over to manager to manager. Remember, Stephen and I used to work at Guitar Center. Guitar Center has some of the shittiest, cheesiest, slimiest salesman techniques in the biz. So I felt like, hey, (laughs) this guy is reminding me of this guy we used to work with, this guy. And they pulled out all the tricks. And really, what it is, until they sign this thing that says, um... (laughs) you've gone through the seminar, you don't get your prize. So Stephen intentionally didn't eat every time he was offered food. Uh, Stephen is hypoglycemic. So by the time, like, we're into hour three, he is actually having trouble standing. He is having trouble keeping his eyes open. And we actually finally got a manager that realized they were about to have a medical emergency on their hands, and she finally signed us out. We got Stephen something to eat immediately, and we got our helicopter ride. Yeah. I don't know if it was worth all that, but that was one hell of a yes day. Uh, we we dined on deep dish pizza. <sighs> and uh, more crap happened, I'm sure. But yeah, like the helicopter ride itself, I, I found, you know, just kind of like that's where the positivity came back. You know, it was just a bunch of other people that, you know, were just really excited to do this random thing. We, uh, we rode with two other couples and uh, we took photos for each other. Uh, Steven did a time lapse of the whole experience, and I it just felt really, really cool. Uh, I was smiling the whole time behind my mask, and I uh, got to wear the little headset and all that. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was definitely like, okay, I wouldn't say that was worth the four hours, but... Also, a really weird thing, if you guys are ever in Vegas and you get snatched up by these dudes, um, the cafeteria that they keep you in used to be, like, this Star Trek exhibit. So everything's, like, supposed to be all, like, to the nines and Elvis and, you know, like, fancy Vegas. It's so fucking stupid. Um, (laughs) But they had this Star Trek luncheon area, which I'm a big Trekkie. Like, I'm a next-gen kid for life, but... Uh, even I was like, this is really weird. This is really, really weird. Um, and then just, oh, hey, man, you know, like, it's just going to be this. And, 
you know, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna own, I don't even fucking know, like, it's a timeshare, you don't own it, you get a deed that how many other people have this deed to, it was so weird. And when Stephen was finally like, you know what, I actually would do this uh, with all the stuff happening, but uh, what are we doing about water conservation, you know, in Nevada and all this stuff, and nobody had an answer, it was just, it was pretty funny. Uh, looking back on it, it's one of those things like this is going to be funny after we're done having this horrible experience. But in the moment, it was pretty, it was pretty dire. Uh, also, total disaster moment. That was also when I realized I started my lady time uh, that same day. I'm like, oh, this <laughs> this timeshare discussion just keeps getting better. I had to run to a CVS, which a CVS on the Strip, you're lucky to find anything like even the lightest absorbency of tampons you are grateful for it knowing that you know it's gonna be hell later but you found something and you were grateful to pay 20 plus bucks for like 30 tampons sorry guys not really actually get over yourself it's just a little period blood that's all we're talking about uh we me uh, another, uh, yeah, we, I'd say the thing that we spent the most money on outside of like, hey, yeah, I did a little shopping while I was there was, uh, but like, uh, hey, I need this, did it, is to, it was to eat. Paris Hotel actually had a lot of nice little Parisian things. I ate a lot of crepes. Uh, and we got to eat at, uh, Gordon Ramsay's Steakhouse, which is a lot of fun. I'd always wanted to try his beef wellington and I got to, and it was delicious. It was, mwah. uh, <laughs> But uh, I think it would have been fancier if we had eaten at the restaurant. We got room service just because I didn't want to see anybody. Um, another really cool thing. I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but uh, I'm a big fan of Ghost Adventures, Zach Bagan's show. I used to really, like, knock it uh, until I saw his Demon House documentary. And that just actually finally convinced me to give uh, his old Ghost Adventures show a star, uh, you know, a go, a real true go. And I'm on the current season. It's only been, it's been less than two years since I finally gave it a shot. And uh, we're caught up now. We're caught up with the current season. Um, But got to go to, you know, Zach is a Vegas, he's a Vegas guy. So we got to go to Zach. Zach's Haunted Museum. We got RIP passes and got to crawl through all these weird spaces. And um, the tour guide was really cool. Uh, Got to see stuff from Demon House. But also, yeah, like there were a few things. I'm like, I don't know if I care about seeing, you know, the muffler or whatever, the the chassis to James, the, the car that James Dean owned or you know, seeing a few things, I'm like, ah, all right, I don't, I don't really care about this serial killer room. Uh, I'm not a big fan of, I think because I'm a horror fan, that a lot of people assume I'm really into serial killers, and I'm really not. Obviously, there are horror films that I love that are inspired by real-life events and horrible people, but, you know, like the, the Evan Peters movie or series on Netflix that just came out about Jeffrey Dahmer. No interest in seeing it. Evan Peters is an amazing actor, but all I'm thinking about are the victims and their families that just continue to see the fetishization of uh, these people that took away their loved one. 
or, you know, uh, it's just, it's weird to me. So uh, that was a little weird. There were a lot of human remains. Um, There was this one guy that, you know, kept trying to touch stuff to which the tour guide was, you could tell he was getting very, very visibly annoyed by it. Like, you know, if you don't want anything to follow you home, (sighs) or you know what, go ahead and touch stuff. But yeah, try to be very, very respectful. Uh, One member of our group did get heavily affected uh, to the point where we kind of had to stop for a little bit. But they were very organized about it. And um, one girl that was not my tour guide, but she was another tour guide, uh, liked my Junji Ito hoodie, which I, it's got Fuchi on the back. And, you know, I love me some Miss Fuchi. Uh, but yeah, it was chill. Like we got to go into the basement to which our, our tour guide didn't even actually go himself. Uh, he's like, I can't go into the basement. Um, so uh, we went and he's like, so here's what you're going to do. Da, 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 da. And we're very respectful about it. Got to see like Bella Lugosi's mirror and a, a few other things. And <sighs> I'd say it's, it was one of the big highlights of our trip. It was just cool. The staff was really chill. And I, I uh, next time I go to Vegas, I'll probably go again. And who knows? Maybe there will be enough for a second museum somewhere down the line. Uh, it's a little more in the old Vegas part, which there's this huge clash of like, oh, you're not really seeing the real Vegas right now. You're going to go here. Everybody's got their, you know... <laughs> camps of like what is true Vegas and what isn't. I had fun everywhere I went, even if it was eventually. But uh, let's see. Um, On the night of the Zach Vegans thing, we had a really good night. Um, Earlier in the day, uh, visit Nightmare Toys, which is a great horror shop that's also got a cafe to the side. Please check it out. It's kind of in the same neighborhood as the Zach Bagans uh, Haunted Museum, but got a lot of really cool things. I got, like, a, the Beyond puzzle. Got a lot of shirts. I got, like, a shirt that says I Heart 80s Slashers, and it's even got an I Heart 70s Horror. A lot of fun. Uh, but, and then we went to Zach's thing. When we came back, here's the really shitty part. Um... Uh, when, well, we were staying in the Paris Hotel, we were staying on the 16th floor. I don't know why I thought staying on the 16th floor, which is a smoking floor, I thought that would be cheaper, but all of my clothes reeked of smoke. I haven't smoked in, like, almost 15 years, maybe, maybe 15 years. I can't believe none of my non-smoker friends or my non-smoker boyfriends or girlfriends ever complained about my smoking because, oh, my God, it's, ugh. But, you know, I went, ah, that's on me for booking a smoking room. Um, But we're on the 16th floor. Whenever you go to the elevators of pretty much any hotel in Vegas, you have to prove that you have a room there because they don't want people just going up there. Stephen and I were really tired. Uh, My ankle was really messed up uh, from... This weird ant bite that got infected like a month prior is stupid. But yeah, um, so my ankle was throbbing. You know, we had a great time, but I was ready to call it a night. But we were starving. We forgot to eat dinner. So Stephen went downstairs, got some food, and he had this giant 
event happen with the security guard where the security guard just didn't see Stephen wave his card. The guy actually shouted at Stephen, grabbed him, like cussed him out, all this stuff. I had to get secure, like I had to get like hotel staff and the head of security uh, involved without going into too much detail or much further detail. I think I got a guy fired over it, but I was like trying to be really understanding, but you put your hands on the man, I'm going to be pretty upset. But uh, yeah, like it ended with like the guy, uh, the head of security, I was explaining the situation to him and he's like, well, I'm going to look at the footage right now um, because we have cameras everywhere. Um, And then I'm going to go talk to the guy and, uh, you know, and I'm like, am I going to see this guy again? And he's like, I will get with you on that. Da 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 da. Didn't see that guy for the rest of our trip. And the hotel comped us an entire night. So there's a bit of a silver lining there. But yeah, that was weird. And, you know, I don't know. Something whenever you kind of just kind of get chastised for absolutely no reason, it just puts you in a weird headspace, especially when you've put yourself in vacation brain. You know what I mean? Um, like, if I'm chilling on a beach and someone starts talking to me, you know, like, reprimanding me for not eating a sandwich correctly, I don't know. I don't fucking know. There's just something about it. Like, hey, I'm trying not to be, like, normal me right now. I'm trying to be vacation me. And you're making that really fucking hard right now. So I don't have to keep being vacation me, but it is not going to work out for you so well. And I guess it didn't was a security guard. Or, you know, he just didn't work that. But regardless, uh, that was just, that was a weird little moment. But the rest of the trip, aside from the timeshare, me not realizing that my lady time was going to happen and security thing, it was a pretty good trip. Uh, yes, we were in the minority for wearing a mask, all that, toward the end of the trip. Uh, yeah, we started feeling pretty crappy, and we did get COVID. (sighs) Which, when we spoke to medical professionals, they're like, yeah, that happens a lot when people come back from Vegas. I'm like, excuse me. I was explicitly told that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. This is false advertising, to which nobody laughed, and you probably just rolled your eyes, and that's fine. (sighs) But that was, it went from, uh, yeah, like, the day of my return to work. They're like, hey, you coming in today? I'm like, actually, I'm positive for COVID. So is my husband. And Stephen actually had it rougher for a shorter amount of time. I have some immune issues. So I actually had, I actually tested positive for a good two weeks. Uh, and then I... Went back to work physically for a whole week, and then I took another week off. It's great. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, I, I would definitely go back to Vegas again. I'd say the biggest, 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 biggest highlight was we went to the Top of the World restaurant. It's a restaurant that, it, depending on where you sit, you revolve around Vegas. It's like... The tallest point in Vegas, if not one of the taller points in the world. Um, 
and which I have some photos on my Instagram. Check it out. T-doodly. But um, some amazing food, great staff. I mean, yeah, you, you're definitely going to pay uh, $70 for like a flute of champagne, gin, blah, blah, blah. But it's going to be delicious. And, uh, you know, uh, it was just, it was quiet. It was just very chill. I did get a little, uh, little floopy, like when you really start watching yourself revolve around. We got to see like a thunderstorm happen you know, and see the clouds truly form and got to see rain on another part of Vegas, which is interesting because I didn't know until I got there that it was monsoon season, which if you watch the news, uh, Vegas actually had a lot of flooding uh, a little bit before we got there. So we were lucky that it wasn't too dire when we were there. But um, great food, great service, top of the world restaurant. Uh you pay a little extra, you will definitely sit in the revolving part. I highly recommend it. Had the rack of lamb. And I forget what Steven It's a fish, I think. But yeah, it was really, really good. And we had way too much cake. But again, you're on vacation, so. See, coming back, uh, I've seen myself get uh, kind of like tagged in a few things about, you know, stuff on the voiceover side of it. If you want to know about some stuff, we can definitely talk about it. I I did see a big thing about hmm, uh, dear friends of mine that were directly involved in some pretty fucked up shit that uh, they had a judgment very much go their way. And I'm so proud of them. Uh, It does look like there's uh, that issue is not done but I'm not really worried for them. Um, it's just kind of laughable how pathetic some very fragile straight white men are. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. So if anyone wants to use that as a soundbite for their stuff and tear me apart. Um, I know that you're saying that you stand with somebody, but maybe it's time you sit the fuck down. And that's all I'll say. Another thing going on right now is uh, we're talking about union versus non-union, which seems to be a constant issue. What only The only thing I'll really say about that is I've been acting and performing since I was 14 years old. If you don't know, I'm 38 now. Um, I had probably some of my best years in the industry as a writer, director, and actor in the past five years. Uh, Not really including this year because I've obviously taken a step back. Do you want to know why I've taken a step back? Benefits. Real compensation. I love absolutely any time I audition for something and I fucking nail that audition. And you know what? I'm saying nail that audition. I'm not necessarily saying getting cast all the time. It doesn't happen very often. Auditioning is the job. Always go into that audition thinking that's the job. Don't think you're beneath auditioning, because you're not. Nobody is. Writer test, when uh, I write professionally, um, if someone was like, hey, uh, you have to do a writer's test and uh, seeing if you can fit into our parameters if we, and if we like your voice. It's not up to me to be like, <laughs> well, I'm a little above that point in my career. You're not. You never are. And thinking that 
means that you're done. Stop thinking that. All that said, um, whenever I have done live action, uh, you know, live action adaptation or dubbing of just more high end stuff, not necessarily high end, I'm just saying where I'm working with a better budget, I tend to have a better time to whereas whenever I'm getting paid about 35 an hour or less and being told that I'm lucky to be here, it's less fun. Uh, I've, you know, been working long enough that I demand more per hour because of my experience. Um, as a writer, as a director, and as an actor. <sighs> but it really sucks, people going in. I've done favors for friends, you know, like, hey, I really need help. Like, uh, the people on this movie didn't record any of, like, these hordes of zombies, and we need a bunch of people. There's no budget. Can I pay you in beer? Because it's that specific friend, you say yes, and then you you finish doing that session, and your voice is raw as hell, and you, like, chug that beer. You debate whether or not it was worth it uh, when you have to cancel stuff the next day, even with that friend being the coolest of the cool. But <sighs> if you're fine with working for exposure, I'm not going to fault you for that. But I want you to question whether or not you're doing it because you want to add to your resume or because you don't feel that you're worth compensation. Seriously, think about that. Because I've definitely had those conversations. I'm like, oh, well, the fact that they thought of me at all. No, that's that's some next level, like three hours of therapy type of discussion and definitely have discussed. But moving on, I've, again, saying I've had the best years from basically, yeah, like 2016 to 2020, uh, the end of 2021, probably my best years as a professional freelancer, contractor, <sighs> before taxes. You see, before taxes, without benefits, my best year. And when all of that is stripped away, after you've, you've struggled to negotiate every nickel and dime with your CPA, you feel as though you really didn't do anything, even though you know that you worked 40, 60-hour, sometimes 75, 80-hour weeks to get some projects done, to really give it your all. Uh, and maybe make a third before taxes still of what you make at an entry-level corporate position. It's why so many, I don't know, There, uh, it's not specific to voiceover. It, it's just the entertainment industry at large, but all, obviously other people deal with it too. Um, uh, other, other industries deal with it where it's like, hey, do you have any idea how lucky you are to do what you do? Like, I love what I do, but can I not be treated 
so poorly and being, and you know, gaslit as fuck anytime we talk about money. Please, that would be great. So as we talk about people reprising roles and all of that, that's definitely something that we also have to think about, truly, truly. And I don't think anybody should be too proud to say, you know what, I need more information about this. I don't know really what's fair. I just wish that we were more open to discussions. Uh, Because of a few video games that I've worked on and other projects that, even though it's been years, I haven't been able to discuss, um, I'm SAG eligible. And I literally, like, uh, just a little bit before I was offered this senior copywriter position with the agency I work with, um, I I was seriously considering going full-time union. It means that what got me to that point which is a lot of non-union gigs, I would not be able to do unless I was reprising stuff. And even then, there's a lot of, like, tight ropes to walk just to get to that point. But it was all pretty, it was all going to be very, very interesting. Like, do you go union? Do you go FICOR? Which, you know... Like, oh, no, don't go FICOR. You're actually going to hurt yourself if you do that. You won't really be in the union. It's this, that, and this, and that. Um, I really, uh, but I also love non-union. So for the time being, uh, I'm still doing voiceover here and there, but it's not the priority because it can't be. I have a full-time new writing job. I say new. I've been doing it for nine months. But... When I talk to friends that are still doing the hustle, I sometimes miss it. I really, really do. But then, uh, real talk, I mentioned that Stephen and I had COVID. There was a point where it was well after he was negative. He woke me up in the middle of the night freaking out. Okay? Um, I'm saying okay as if I'm waiting for you to nod. He woke me up in the middle of the night and said, I just don't feel right. And uh, his heart was beating really irregular. He does have uh, an arrhythmia that we are aware of, but he just, he, he wasn't sure. And we wanted to be sure. So got dressed, took him to the ER, and the copay was 75 bucks. We just two weeks ago got our final hospital bill, and it was 75 bucks. Okay. Um, again, if you remember the last episode where I talked about my visit to the hospital in Missouri, I walked away after negotiating. I paid four grand after heavily negotiating on those itemized uh <laughs> just points that the hospital said that I was very lucky to have received. <sighs> that is why we're always talking about union versus non-union. We're asking for protections when we aren't able to work, as well as getting benefits just for working. I still am I still go back and forth with it. I really really do. But again, 
Can we just talk about it more openly without having to do these like hidden meetings or, you know, little instant message conversations and, hey, don't uh, like, let's not talk about it here. Uh, again, I've been doing this for a while now and um, never had, uh, I've honestly never spoken about it like this much. I would love to speak about it more with another person on mic, whoever is interested in doing that, feel free to reach out to perpetuallyoffbeat at gmail.com and maybe we could set up some kind of interview. Uh, I'm totally down for it. And if you're also just curious, please, you're always welcome to send me a message through perpetuallyoffbeat at gmail.com and you can request to remain anonymous. Or if you don't want to remain anonymous and you have me on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter. It's T-Dotally, T-E-E-D-O-T-A-L-L-Y. You can find me. Um, I just think we need to talk about that more. Again, yeah, I, I love being, I loved being non-union as well because of the freedom and being able to take on multiple projects. But I will say, end of the year, you really kind of have to see, wait, I did I did this many things, but I only made this before taxes. Um, well, that's still pretty good, is it? If you're happy with non-union work, and maybe you have, like, another way to get health insurance, that was me uh, when Stephen was full-time at Ocratron, uh for a while, but... Uh, we actually got to the point with our health insurance, even through his company, that we were paying still about 800 a month, and we couldn't get in to see a real doctor. Uh, so we actually stopped paying insurance uh, about five months before I took my full-time job with my agency. And uh, now we... It's just really nice to be able to take care of me and my dude. And hell, even my dog has health insurance. It's, <laughs> it's pretty great. I'm very grateful. I just wish that it hadn't taken me uh, taking a backseat to a lot more creative avenues uh, in order to get taken care of. I just, uh, it is what it is. Let me get some more Topo Chico. Uh, with um, the discussion that we also had the last episode, uh, early voting's happening soon. I'm really excited about that. Excited and nervous as shit because um, we actually had this big discussion at work. Uh, a creative director on another team, he and I are both looking to add more writers to our respective teams. And he's like... Ugh. I feel like we've tapped the market. I don't understand, you know, like uh, we're not even getting really a lot of people to do the interviews. And I'm like, dude, same. Um, but I actually read into it and uh, um, about uh, the oil industry here in Texas, which, you know, that's a good way to make bank. The oil industry in Texas, according to this article I read this morning, uh, is having trouble filling jobs just because of the harsh, harsh restrictions Texas has put on the the menstruating people of Texas. It, it and it kind of baffled me that it took like reading that to be like, oh my god, 
Nobody's trying to move to Texas right now. And obviously that's not true. There are people. uh, Texas um, real estate is kind of insane right now, and I don't see it kind of cooling anytime soon. But (sighs) I'm realizing, like, we work in a pretty—I work in a pretty creative field, and I like most of my coworkers. (laughs) Kidding. Uh, Or am I? people that think that I don't know they're listening to my podcast right now. Gotcha, sucker. But yeah, I I didn't think about it, but that's obviously going to be an issue for a lot of people. Um, So it's a no, I don't want to work at a Texas-based company. And many companies, uh, you know, offer like relocation, compensation, all this stuff. And The oil industry and numerous others are struggling to get people to fill those positions because it's weird, you know, menstruating people, people that have the ability to get pregnant don't want to be, uh, don't want their bodies policed. What are the chances? Who could have foreseen this? Literally anybody with a heart. Ah, uh, that's a that's enough politics. And you know what? I'm off my soapbox. I don't even know why I have it at this point. Um, another thing that happened, and it was obviously before Vegas, is Steven started a new job. Uh, he left Oquatron Five Thousand, which that was weird, but mostly good. Um, just because you know you you move on to. It's all about that jumping from lily pad to lily pad and just making that jump to that next one can be terrifying. But I'm really proud of Steven. Steven, I'm really proud of you Um, for, you know, uh, he'd been kind of attempting to work with this company for a while. And one of his best friends and one of our very good friends uh, has been working there for a while and other friends have uh, come on. But uh. Steven is now a voiceover designer for Gearbox Entertainment. And uh, it's been about a month now, and he's clearly having a lot of fun. It's it's really cool to just kind of see him really vibe with all these new people and really kind of figure out all these new responsibilities. Uh, and uh, actually, they, he was supposed to start uh, before we went to Vegas, and they're like, hey, rather than you uh, waste some vacation days... Why don't you start after you come back? So he started his first day having COVID at home. And they were like, dude, (laughs) what a way to start. But hello, how are you? So it's been an interesting first month. Uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, it's been interesting to kind of just see him. uh, He's been able to work at home mostly, and I'm not used to that. And I've actually been in the office more than I used to be. I'm still getting the hang of this hybrid remote slash in-office thing. And yeah, but I'm really excited for him. Oh, talking about voiceover, uh, I, I did have a cast announcement. I literally wrote it down because it's such a long title. But you can hear me as Lucius in Life with an Ordinary Guy Who Reincarnated into a Total Fantasy Knockout. I play Lucius. Got to work with the amazing Opvia U 
and yeah, uh, it was my first um, dub that I got to work with uh, Studio Nano on, I believe, as a actor, which is pretty fun. Uh, what else, you guys? What else? Um, <gasps> this shouldn't shock you. If you have not seen the new Hellraiser trailer, please see it. And please seek me out on any social media of your choice so we can talk about how amazing Jamie Clayton looks. Uh, sure, there are reservations, but let's not pretend the 87 one is, like, perfect upon perfect. Even Clive Barker is like... Uh, you know, I wish that I'd known then what I know now, and uh, I'm really excited. I'm very curious. It's coming out October 7th, and I will definitely, definitely talk about that. So with uh, that in mind, and also, since uh, we're talking about Hulu stuff, if you haven't seen Prey, oh my god, it's probably one of my favorite movies that have come out this year. Uh, It's phenomenal. And uh, I uh, actually want to watch it again with the Comanche dub on, which, phenomenal. Great acting. Some of those people, it being their first film, I, I love it. I love it so much. So beautiful. Um, but uh, with, I guess, horror in mind, uh, I, uh, I mentioned this, and the Obscure Chatter channel does have a link for it, but I will drop it again on Twitter. Um, for Halloween, I was kind of thinking about our old That Anime Show episodes for Halloween, and I would love to get some horror stories from y'all, whether that are, that are, whether that are firsthand accounts, whether those stories will be firsthand accounts that actually happened, or little short stories you wrote. Try not to make the short stories any longer than three minutes, but I would love to share some of those with your fellow Obscure Chatter listeners. And who knows, I might share a couple of new stories and or pull from previous Obscure Chatter episodes and kind of let newer listeners of this podcast have a listen as well. But um, yeah, I would like to, uh, last year for Halloween, we... We talked about a lot of candy. I had a lot of candy, and my body was not right for at least a week, especially Stevens. So we'll still have some candy. List me some of your favorites, and we can have some candy together and uh, tell some spooky stories. (sighs) If you are all interested in perhaps submitting your own audio file, please let me know, and I will deliver you specs that I require in order to implement your story being told by yourself. But if you prefer me to tell it, I'm down for that too. We would just need the entries by mid-October so we can have the episode fully done before the Halloween season is up. But uh, that's just an idea. Let's see what y'all come up with. I really can't wait to hear from y'all. But as we... As we come down from the high that is listening to Terry jabber on for God knows how long, I just, again, I really appreciate uh, how understanding and how cool you guys have been about just how raw that last episode, as well as a few others, have been, again, uh, the initial intention with Obscure Chatter was to have myself as well as a guest do an audio commentary type of setup with one of the guests' top five movies that they would show someone getting to know them. This, the series that I am currently re-watching right now as I talk to you 
um, I wish that exactly this, not a version of this, I wish exactly this had come out when I was younger because this would help me explain so much about myself. Uh, Just kind of a peek into, you know, what's going on behind one of the many masks Terry wears uh, as she speaks in third person. But no, you guys... um, Thank you so much for listening, uh, and um, we'll do our October episode, and we then might be taking November and December off. Haven't decided just yet. If you're down with a November-December episode, please let me know, and uh, Stephen and I will try to work around that. November and December seems like it's going to be pretty crazy with the 9-to-5 job, but I would still love to consider it. So, as we sign off, Read good shit, watch good shit, and try not to be a shit. Later. <laughs>